Welcome to Parks and Wrecked, episode 21. We're into the 20s now. Very exciting. Well, I guess we were into the 20s last time. I'm really, really uh, on top of the ball here. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I'm Sean. If you've never listened to the show before, we watch Parks and Rec. Haley and I have seen every episode. Sean, up until this podcast, you had never seen an episode. Not a one. Now you are roughly a sixth of the way through this show that's it yep (laughs) oh still got quite a bit we got a while to go sean is not excited oh i'm thrilled look at my face crowd look at my face right now (laughs) i am ecstatic ecstatic you do sound very excited yeah very very excited uh before we get rolling if you want to get in touch with the show we have a couple different options you can hit us up on twitter at parks pod reach out on the old email parks pod at gmail.com or Go into your internet browser, type in W, double W, full stop, Parks Rec Pod, full stop, C-O-M. What? Butterfield diet reference. Oh, I'm like, I don't get it. Saying full stop is a Butterfield diet Or not saying just triple W. Yes, he goes double, double, W. Oh, double, double, W. Full stop. And then he types it up and it says something like, error page not found. But if you do, (laughs) parksrecpod.com, you will find us. And other episodes. And it's wonderful. We're wonderful, right? We are are wonderful. wonderful. All right. Sean, what have you been drinking tonight? Well, you brought home this hops and grain growler that we've been drinking. I think I drank most of it. But yeah. It's pretty delightful. It's from Earthly Labs. A combination with hops and grain. Uh, Earthly Labs is partnering with hops and grain to recycle the CO2 that the brewery puts out. That's cool. And it's pretty sweet. What, they, uh, what they're able to recycle in a year is the equivalent of planting 800 trees. And trees are wonderful. So their goal is to get that out beyond uh, just the brewery here in Austin and uh, partner with other breweries like that. It's pretty cool. I actually think it tastes a little bit better. It's a twist on uh, the one they call Zoe, which is Hops and Grains classic flagship drink if you will oh yeah plenty of those too yes yes and we've we definitely were, had we those well, well on dranked. the podcast okay. before yeah. we as have? well yeah oh back in season one. Oh yeah back in the day we didn't leave you off that one ago sean say again I said oh you didn't leave me off that one i mean you might have been drinking zoe in that episode uh, or Zo- remember we didn't know if it was zoe or zoe oh yeah that's yeah. right yeah then nobody um, correct us it's because they didn't know either well but it's Zoe. Can't confirm. Oh. Source, hops and grain. Oh, makes so the they beer. told you. So, we yes. don't have to put any fillers out there. And it's great for sharing. It really is. It's a large growler. I honestly don't know if it's for sale. I got it for attending an event. It could be for sale down the line. Swag. I don't know if it currently is right now. Swag. Bonus swag. Bonus swag. All right. Sean's eyes are rolling into the back of his head. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the episode recap. This was episode 14 of season two, Leslie's House. Cue the flow rider. Go, Sean. Welcome mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Leslie's house. Mm-hmm. They're going to sing that the whole time? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Franksy's crate. It wasn't even Franksy this time. Leslie's house begins with Leslie having a meeting with all of her program instructors. Um, she's letting them know that the budget is being cut for the rec 
recreation center. Uh, they took out a thousand dollars, so she's going to have to cut out five programs. And they're all all the instructors are sitting on the bench, like, man, I hope it's not me. Um, and this happens in real Parks and Rec too. We've had to deal with budget cuts before and we've had to cut back on classes normally it's not classes that other people are coming in and offering we'll have to cut back on the classes that we're actually programming um or just offer them without spending any money which makes it kind of difficult but uh they just task us programs or being creative as they would say and it was just even more frustrating what was the most creative you had to get with a class most oh man um What's that? I'm so sorry. Alarm going off. Record now. That actually is what it says. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, it's not. It's to wrap uh, white elephant gifts. It's a reminder. Oh. We have our, our office, white elephant, coming up. They're great gifts. I can't say what they are, even though I guess it'll be opened by the time this episode comes out. But What if the people that got your gifts just refused to open them? They were like, no, I'm absolutely not going to open this gift. And you don't get to know what it is. And they just saved it. They have to pick something else, right? No, they just get to keep it. And then... Like they just take the package but not open it? Yeah. Oh, what? It's a bold move, Cotton. No, I mean, I don't think so. (laughs) It's a hypothetical scenario, a what if. That was an option. I don't know. People might... I don't know how people would react to it. Oh. Well, it's funny <laughs> that you asked me what's the most creative I've gotten with a program because I am the least creative person. Correct. I know. No. On the planet. And so. <laughs> no- <laughs> Damn. Uh, Sean gets deep. Sean's been watching BoJack, maybe. So, but. Real depressed. He has not. <laughs> I've not watched any BoJack. Oh, you should. It's great. <sighs> Add it to the podcast list of yes. things we're going to podcast. Oh, man. I would love to podcast. <laughs> There's so much to unpack. I'm sorry. Go on. We're unpacking bags. Yeah, yes. Um, nothing particularly jumps off my head other than me just not being able to buy stuff because we didn't have any money. So I just had to create create my own little scavenger hunts or uh, active play game that we just p- go play in the gym and not use actual stuff we buy from the store. Um, so that happened a couple years back. Um, I'm no longer working with kids. So, yeah. Can I make a suggestion? I saw this a few months ago. Okay. It looks like a very fun game. I don't know if you have the materials for it, but it looked like it was a bunch of hula hoops, like placed in a sort of a, almost like a- I know, you, uh, I know you're talking about. Okay, a lightning bolt sort of uh, positioning, and there's yeah. two teams of Like kids. laid on the ground? Yes, uh-huh. laid flat on the ground, and there's two teams, and each person will start jumping until they meet at each other. And then one of them jumps into the other one's circle, like whoever gets there first, basically. And then the person that got their circle, like taken over, goes to the end of their line. And the next person in line starts jumping. That you forgot to the meet the person. Important part. What they're playing rock paper scissors. Oh yes. Once they jump in, so this this I couldn't game, remember how they eliminated <laughs> the other person, but yeah, that makes more sense. This game is common in Parks and Rec. We've played oh, yeah. it. We played it before, and, but we didn't have the hula hoops. You just have to find um, everybody's like broken up, and you find a partner. You play rock paper scissors with them, and then whoever loses it gets behind the person they lost to, and they become their biggest cheerleader, and they're just chanting their name loudly as loud as it gets. And once you get down to two big lines, it's crazy. One line's cheering for one person, another line's cheering for the other person. It's like a, it's like a. Uh, 
a main event sort of thing, like a boxing match, and they play uh, <laughs> rock, paper, sis- scissors, and whoever wins gets all the cheers. That's we, good. I like that. We played that at the school I worked at. Uh, like, all the teachers had to play it during our uh, beginning of the year orientation type thing. Uh, we played a bunch of different icebreakers, but that was one of them. But another one that we used to play at camp is uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors Evolve. And so you start off as an egg. And so you're really low to the ground, like a little cannonball egg. And you walk around and find another egg and then you play them. And if you win, you become a chicken. So the egg hatches to a chicken. So then you walk around with your chicken wing arms and you like waddle to the next person who's a chicken and you play them. And if you win, you become a T-Rex. If you lose, you devolve back into an egg. So you can evolve and devolve. And then uh, like you just play people who are the same level as you and try to devolve them or evolve them or evolve yourself uh but it doesn't really have like a finite ending point it's just like all right we're gonna do this for five minutes and then at the end you're like yay all the eggs yay all the chickens yay all the t-rexes was the t-rex the biggest thing you could become yeah yeah so then when you were a t-rex you stood up really tall and you had tiny baby arms (laughs) and then you played like little next to your chest oh so it's cute do you have a rock paper scissors strategy for winning no for success Mm -hmm. no but you do you I do. I like to say I'm throwing scissors and then throw scissors. Oh, you like to tell them what's up. Because of the cynical nature of humans, I guess, they always think you're lying when you say what you're going to throw. But no, I'm being honest. Hmm. Be honest. The I'm other saying, yeah, I say strategy I'm scissors, and then you throw scissors. Is to just throw rock every time. You're going to lose. Not necessarily. You're going to lose. Oh. Okay. I mean, like, eventually, yes. But if you throw a rock <laughs> every time, people, like, don't know how to handle it. Just throw so Throw actual of- rocks. No. Uh-uh. Don't throw actual rocks. Uh-uh. Did y'all ever play, like, rock, paper, scissors when you were little and just y'all get to make up whatever the you wanted to be? Bazooka? Like, rock, paper, scissors, lightning bolt? Yeah. Or... or- God, uh-huh. God was always one, yeah. and it was like, like you just did this. Yeah. <laughs> you just threw your hands up above your face and like spread your fingers like, out, like wow. Like, why don't you just throw God up the other? You can't defeat God. Yeah, and you're like, and then people would be like, no, you can't. God's not part of this one. And, you know, people get mad, and then I don't know. Like, I, f- I feel like there was some sort of water one at some point too. Hmm. But I don't know. Waterfall. Surf. Rock, paper, scissors, surf. 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 <laughs> tycoon. They were just Pokemon battles. Yeah, between kids. Whirlpool. Whirlpool. Splash. Squirt. <laughs> splash. You just start falling on the Spishy ground. Squishy splash. Uh, Seizing around. Yeah. Bubble bean. Yeah, the episode, as you were. Um, then the, you know, the intro happened. da 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 was it after the da 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 Then Justin and Leslie. Oh, yeah. They're chatting it up. Justin, Widow's Peak head over here. He's uh, <laughs> chatting it up, and he's been to all these exotic places. He He's done all these amazing things. He's, like, the most perfect guy. They're, like, at an aquarium. and He keeps taking Leslie on, like, beautiful dates that she loves and that are, um, like, equal parts romantic and adventurous. Yeah. I haven't been on one of those. When is, someone's got to take me on a beautiful date. I'm, I'm all ears. Um Anyways, don't laugh. Get to planning out there. Don't laugh. Uh, <laughs> I just like these said I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and they get around to Leslie inviting Justin over to her place. Hope I didn't skip too much. Um, and meanwhile, 
Leslie's telling Anne about um, these plans that they're having. And I guess she admits to Anne that, you know, she needs a little help cleaning up. Um, Anne goes to Leslie's place for the very first time, which I was very shocked to learn because Leslie's been to Anne's place multiple times, I feel like. Several episodes. But this is Anne's first time going to Leslie's place where the rest of the episode is going to be spent. So that's why the episode is called Leslie's Place. Um, And I didn't do a good job recapping or predicting (laughs) the episode. You did a decent job. We'll uh, find out later how that connects. Um, So when she gets there, Leslie's pretty much a hoarder. She's got books and birdhouses multiple birdhouses <laughs> two birds count stuff like a poster of her folders. mom was that what that was in the I background think so. like she got stuff everywhere she's like oh <laughs> what am i gonna do here um we uh we so then she pulls out the uh class catalog oh, from yeah, the rec like center. the brochure like of all the classes and she starts calling some of the instructors to come over and start helping out. Someone with cleaning, someone with cooking. Um, bartender. A bartender. And meanwhile, at the beginning, Leslie said, um, I'm going to cut five classes. I'll let you know my decision. So all these instructors are willingly coming over and not being paid because they want to put a demonstration on of their class so Leslie doesn't cut them. And she keeps saying, like, no, I'm going to pay you for your services. And they're like, oh, no, no, I got it. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Um, and so, and then, so Leslie invited everybody from the Parks and Rec office except Jerry. And Donna. Oh, damn. I didn't even notice that. But Donna wasn't even in the episode. Uh-uh. No Donna's today. Why do they do that like this? Maybe she was busy, you know? Well, she actively did not invite Jerry over, which frustrating. Jerry's, oh man, poor Jerry. I feel, I feel sorry for him. Do um, you have a Jerry? Do I have a Jerry? Yeah. That gets just get left out of. He cannot uh, say that. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I just want to see who's listening. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think, yeah, we yes, uh, there's been a Jerry <laughs> in my previous workplaces. I'll leave that one there. Nice. Uh, Very <laughs> diplomatic. It's not my like fault. It. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'll just say that it wasn't my fault. I liked inviting people. It's not my fault. Anyways. <laughs> they uh so they get the get the place cleaned up um leslie's really really nervous about justin coming over she really wants him to have a good time so she invites the entire parks and rec office there and they get there first before justin gets there and as soon as they all start seeing each other you know they start to compensate socialize and uh leslie goes in there and shuts them up she doesn't want anybody telling any good stories before justin gets there and so they just kind of stand there quietly and then she leaves and they just start talking again then the doorbell rings she says all right everybody start talking again uh justin's here and they were already talking so then they got quiet (laughs) when he showed up justin walks in immediately uh takes over the room with his charm um andy is there leslie hired him as a a, i guess a coat taker so he's like may i have your coat sir and just kind of awkwardly takes it and walks and he won't even look at him he's like looking (laughs) off at the ceiling kind of (laughs) Um, and justin's all excited he's like oh i gotta catch up with this guy later and andy's just like coat please (laughs) poor guy and so they're you know they're talking and justin's doing his thing telling everybody how great he is um 
eventually the doorbell rings again and in walks tom's uh-huh. ex-wife yeah tom's ex-wife and then april's two ex <laughs> April's boyfriend and April's boyfriend's boyfriend. So now Tom's all mad. Like, what, why the hell did you invite my ex-wife? They have a little tiff in the bathroom before he leaves. Um, they have dinner. Um, I guess we'll get to the items later, but I did want to point out the pepper that Ron's <laughs> eating. Oh, he also brought deviled eggs only for himself. Um, but when once the meal starts, there's a pepper on the table. Ron's, I think, is trying to impress Tom's ex-wife. Windy. Windy. And so he eats a pepper and then No, Ron's trying to impress Yeah, you Wendy. had it. Yeah. And then Tom sees it, eats a bigger pepper, immediately goes to the bedroom, is laying there with a towel in his mouth. And he can't <laughs> talk. And he's all messed up. Um That's how I felt the first meal I had in Texas. I uh was staying with a friend of my uncle's and the uh the father of the family was like, I, you know, I want to cook, like give you a nice Texas meal as one of your, I guess it wasn't the first, it was the first home cooked meal I had in Texas, maybe like my third or fourth overall. Uh, and he was like, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll host you for dinner. And his wife warned me. She was like, he likes to kind of make some spicy food. So just, just a heads up and coming from my time living in Chicago and Los Angeles, you don't get a ton of spicy food in either of those places. There are occasional, but Southern spicy food is a little bit different. So I was like, yeah, a little spice. I can, you know, I can manage that. But Texas spicy, whoo, it got me. I was gotcha. like, it was a delightful gumbo, but it was just like, I was, I was eyes watering, like silently, like gripping under the table. Just like, ooh. Dang. I like how you remember your first it's meal delicious. in a state. I don't remember my first meal in any state. Yeah. Like in Florida. <laughs> it's probably like. Cuban food. <laughs> no, I Safe mean. Bet probably some fast food something i don't know but <laughs> it's probably mcdonald's i, I remember yeah, <laughs> McDonald's. my first meal in la because i just went there for the first time yeah that oh. was the first time i've been to la i've been to california uh but northern california uh like arcada eureka area um but this was my first time in la and the first thing that i ate was what's the pizza called home run in pizza home run in frozen made famous pizza. in chicago <laughs> yeah but it was in LA. in L.A. But we were in L.A. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sean, I have a, this is an unrelated McDonald's story uh, that I just learned about. But these guys went to a McDonald's, I believe in per- Pearland, Texas. I'm ready. Uh, and they noticed that there was uh, this big old wall next to the table that they usually like to get, like a big white wall. And they were looking around and they saw a bunch of other photos that were people enjoying McDonald's, you know, like out in the street or whatever. Like just like, hey, you know, we're hanging out, having having a good time enjoying McDonald's. And these two guys are Asian and they were like, we didn't see any Asian people on the wall. So we decided to go do like a McDonald's photo shoot. So they basically went to their local community center and set up a tripod, took a bunch of pictures of them like, hey, you know, we're having a good time, hanging out, having fun. And then they bought McDonald's shirts from Goodwill, went to the store and they had printed out like a huge uh, poster of one of the photos of them. And they like digitally added the fries in to like, hey, we're having a good time. And like got the McDonald's shirt so that they could go hang it up on the wall. And everyone just thought they worked there and no one stopped <laughs> them. And it was up on the wall for like two months and they tweeted it out and they're like, this has been up for like 51 days or whatever. And then Ellen caught wind of it, invited them there, gave them some cash she so didn't that give they can enjoy McDonald's? it at McDonald's. Well, I think cash was to, to be spent at McDonald's, oh. but 
So all yes. I have to do is show how much I love McDonald's, by the way. All I have to do is show how much I love McDonald's and I can go in Ellen. I think so. I'm as long as it goes viral. You right. might, yeah, you might yeah. have to do a new one because they already did that. Oh. Or show your love in a different way, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it has to be a different way. Cause go around asking people how they're enjoying their meal yeah. while you don't work there. I mean, McDonald's is my first love, so I'm down. Yeah. One love. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I was watching something. Was it an Impractical Jokers, maybe? Or they're, they're, uh, they have to go around asking all the tables how they're enjoying their meal, but it's like they have to do like the exact same like questionnaire. Or maybe it was just on some podcast. I don't know, but the idea of like a manager going around and asking people like, Hey, how's your, how's your meal going? And it's like the exact same script for each person. So they're, you're like at your table, they're like, Hey guys, you know how, thanks for coming out. I hope you're having a great time. And then they go over to the next table. table. Hey guys, thanks for coming out. I hope you're having a great time. It's wonderful. Gotcha. I've never worked in a service industry. So I wouldn't. Me either. I wouldn't know how it worked. It's kind of like, uh, I loved my my banter. When we were at, um, met her at, met her at a bar or the bar, a bar, met her at a bar. All of the people kept coming around and being like, how's it going? Because I think they were kind of... Los Angeles area restaurant. Yeah. It's like a little cafe type place. Uh, Is that it's a bar? Good. No, it's not a bar. Uh, no, they met each other at a... It's a, the story of the people who opened the store. They met at a bar. And that's oh. why the rest... The cafe restaurant is called Met Her at a Bar. Uh, but... I think they were preparing for a big rush and we had just gotten there a little bit before. So they had a lot of staff around. So they were like really on it and like walking around and doing things. So there was several of them that walked around and were like, Hey, how's it going over here? Everything's good. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was pretty good food. We felt very cared for. Yeah. That was the last meal we ate there. Yeah. Boom. So. First yeah. and last. Boom. All I guess right. that's as good a time as any to jump into food of the episode. Food of the episode. <laughs> <What's that sadness? laughs> and there was some food. Uh, Sean, you mentioned a few of these already. Uh, the hot pepper. Yeah. Always a good one. Deviled eggs that Rom brings. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other things at the dinner that I noticed during Mark's talking head. It looks like there's some rice on the stove behind them. And I'm going to say paella. Uh, as well, it's probably not actually paella, but whatever. I want to allow it. Uh, one of the meals that we actually hear about because the cook that Leslie hires, she comes out with Mexican bean soup. Andy's also serving candy at the dinner party. And uh, Ron gets the best old fashioned that he's ever had, courtesy of the bartender who offers to show him how to make it. To and, teach him how to make it. And Leslie says, no. Nah. She immediately cuts that so, down. Yeah. She doesn't. Also, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. She doesn't want anyone to know that all the people there that are catering and cooking and bartending and doing other things that we'll find out more about in a minute. She doesn't want everyone to know that they are the rec center uh, instructors. Yeah. She can get in trouble, which is very illegal. <laughs> like, I can't imagine doing this. The, bringing all these rec center people here. Me, yeah. It'll be a headache. Tune in for next episode. No. <laughs> You cannot do that. Nobody would. Well, I wonder if anybody within our parks department has tried to do that. They better not because you can't do that. <laughs> it's like conflict of interest 101. Like we've had ethics trainings exactly for this. You can't do that, Leslie. Anyways, party. Uh, were we done? 
with the food. There's a few other foods. Oh, the, my um, bad. My the bad. Chef is cho- this is probably our most food intensive episode yet. The chef is chopping carrots and parsley early on when Leslie comes to chat with her for a little bit. I have to make sure which ones I haven't said already. There's, of course, a lot of wine because it's a dinner party, naturally. Uh, and then earlier in the episode, Leslie and lunch are, uh, Leslie and Anne are having one of their think tank think tank lunches, as Leslie likes to call it, and they're drinking their uh, their big gulps, big gulp knockoffs. And then on their date early in the episode, Leslie and Justin are eating chicken soup that uh, Justin pretends is camel's stomach. And Leslie is disgusted and terrified. And then the server offers to actually bring them some camel's stomach. stomach. Leslie declines. Camel's hump. Probably the (laughs) the right (laughs) call. There's also coffee at the end. Anne and Leslie are drinking while they're waiting for the hearing. Very cool. Sean, is that your favorite rush hour line? Camel's hump. No. That's that's not my favorite. So this is when they're they're eating Chinese food. and. Camel something eel. I uh, watch Chris Tucker eat during that scene because it is very fake. He is very clearly not eating. Oh, he like fakely like goes in and then like brings it up to his mouth. He's like, mm, "That's good." And he's like, "It's very fake." He's an actor. Would recommend. Yes, <laughs> eel is delicious though. So never had eel. Oh, you should try it. I think I probably have. How do you cook eel? How did you well, eat it when you cooked it? We just leave no, it up like, to the restaurants. restaurants. I've never so actually tried it. to prepare eel. How did they prepare? Like grill it? Yeah. Oh, some yeah. grilled eel. Yeah. 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 It's yum, solid. yum, yum. All right. So then the dinner ends, but they're still having the dinner party. And so for some reason, so Leslie's being annoying. And she's really freaked out. She's really nervous about Justin. We make she sure wants him to literally have the best night of his life. And so she... Looks in her Rexner catalog again and orders a belly dancer. And so the belly dancer. And you know what Sean just ordered? The trivia. trivia. <laughs> so we won't, we won't count things like the bartender uh, or the chef. the chef, things we've mentioned. What are the other? We're going to say after this, after the belly dancer comes, there's four more classes that either are montaged or we'll see throughout the night. What are they? I know what the last one is, but that's going to be at the end of my story. Unless you just want me to say it now. You can say it now. All right, the accountant giving an accounting Who class. I hope you enjoyed that accountant. He's going to be back. We will. Uh, <laughs> we will see him again. Uh, there's also a cartoonist. Oh, Drew Rotten's mustache. Uh-huh. And there's one one more or two more? Two more. Okay, so belly dancer, cartoonist. Give you a hint. One is after the commercial break because this happens like right before the second commercial break and then when they come back there's another class happening it's very it's very it's minor quick. you may have missed it if you blinked i was blinking i know i saw it so give a me a, a give weird. us a second just give us a second to think okay. oh there's fencing yeah very there was totally very fencing, <laughs> and there was another active thing too was fencing before or after the commercial break? fencing was before okay it was before the caricature artist all right so they were fencing, and they came back. And Mark was fencing with the guy. And then it was a different person, I think, doing the next thing. I'm out. And for those reasons, Sean's out. Give us out. a hint. 
Um, <laughs> Who was the person doing it? It's a group. Yeah. It's a group activity. Um, I don't know. Give a like better a clue hint. Might give it away. Don't fold just yet. You're playing poker. No, they were doing they origami. Were learning laundry. I don't remember that. Yeah, I totally blinked. As while you were blinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. An elongated blink, one eighty-two. Hey oh, yeah. Good job on that fencing. Take me back. Forgot about San that Diego. one. <laughs> <laughs> that was solid though. Well, well job, well job, team. We did it. You did mostly. We get a C. Okay, so then the accounting bit. Oh yeah, and so. This dude shows up at the door and they're like, Leslie, you invited somebody else? She's like, no. And so they open the door. It's another recreation instructor. He's like, I heard you're letting instructors uh, give demonstrations so that you can keep their class. And Ron is like, what? And he gets all mad. And so the guy's like, I want to give a demonstration. And so Leslie's like, okay. It turns out that he's an accountant giving in an accounting class everybody well andy's loving it because <laughs> he's making uh the accountants making puns oh. and andy's just in the back <laughs> laughing and everyone else is just looking dreary yeah everybody's like man i gotta go and it's like wait let's ask justin 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 passed that on the couch and so he never found he never found all the gum that april put in his pocket <laughs> or maybe she didn't no she did that she did just to impress Andy. Ron, before he leaves, says, you in my office tomorrow, first thing in the morning. So she's in trouble. We got to next day. Uh, Leslie is in another discipline hearing um, about, I guess, the conflict of interest of inviting all those instructors over. Um, Leslie, that's twice in one season, girl. Yeah. It's messing up. Messing up. Um, and so they're calling in witnesses like Tom, who was going to rat out Leslie to everything because he's still mad about how he, she invited Wendy to the party. But, uh, I guess she kind of talked him down during the, during the hearing. And so he was like, whatever. Um, Ron showed up and his whole bit was to, I guess he likes these hearings because he wants to answer every question with the question. He wants to be the most hostile witness possible. <laughs> and so it was pretty funny when he was in there because they would ask him something and he would ask him another question back. Um, it, they only asked him like two questions. So it's just like, well, we're not going to get in anywhere <laughs> with this guy. So um, I think the final witness was Justin. Um, and I, the other people, they didn't even ask Justin. They asked him like one question. It was mostly Leslie asking just in the questions. And they were like, why is he here? <laughs> and Leslie's asking, so he said you had a pleasant time. Was it good or was it great? And he said it was amazing. And that made her smile. And then she cuts to having another think tank with Anne. Or she was just chilling with Anne again in the break room. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she t- Yeah. She talks to Justin and then. He tells her it was a great party. He was just really tired because he started a case. That's why he fell asleep. And she was like, oh, that's great. And then the next scene, yeah. Leslie's telling Anne how how good it went. And Anne yeah. is. 
And it's like, aren't you afraid? Like you're gonna be in trouble. And then it turns out the people that the people that were the moderators. I don't know what word to use there. They came in and said, "All right, Leslie, we're not going to do anything to, not going to do anything to you now." And so they leave, and Anne's like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, um, I turned myself in. I caught my own disciplinary hearing, and I donated a thousand dollars back to the rec center so that we could keep all the classes." So that was kind of redemption for Leslie because I was like, "Man, you really can't do any of the stuff that you're doing (laughs) in this episode right now," Um, but she made up for it in the end and then as the credits are rolling justin tells tom that he should ask out wendy and tom gets really happy and he tells justin that if he was gay he would tell him that how amazing he was or something like that i think he tells him he says i'm not gay but you're the most incredible man i've ever met <laughs> and or he justin says, goes, like, i don't think that sounds gay at all yeah like i don't mean for this to sound gay or something of that extent and then they fist bump or they shake hands with his uh, raw chicken hands that April says Tom has. I don't know. It was real quick. Whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. it's like touching raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom's like, hey, do you want to hang out right now? But Justin's already gone. Also, um, Andy was slightly upset with April during the dinner because April admitted that, hey, yeah, this Justin guy is pretty cool. So Andy felt betrayed. But then the next Betrayment. day. Betrayment. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next day, April bought all the bunch of empty gum wrappers to Andy to show that she went forward with putting a bunch of gum in Justin's coat. Everybody loves Justin. He's very likable, I guess. Oh, I think he's kind of, you know, it's cocky. smug to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I've done this. And yeah. I've done that. Like Mark said, oh, I just, I went swimming. And then Justin told him about the time he went like scuba diving somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, I just went in the YMCA pool or something. Yeah. Justin. I think he's supposed to be portrayed as as the type of person who has just had all of these experiences and wants to share them with people rather than being like, oh, I've done this thing that you haven't done. But yeah, it certainly can come off both ways. I don't really get it. I'm not feeling Justin. Not feeling him? Nah, but that's okay. Everybody else is, so it's cool. We'll let him ride. We'll let him ride. Sean, you mentioned one of my favorite quotes, which was Rachel. I... Um, Rachel, April. Who? What is this, friends? Uh, April saying that Tom's hand is like shaking raw chicken. Uh, but I also liked when Mark came over and said, oh, Leslie, your place is a lot cleaner than the last time I've been. <laughs> and Andy goes, Mark, when were you here? And it's just standing there all awkward. He goes, oh, sex. <laughs> and this happens while Leslie and Anne and Mark are all standing there next to each other, kind of looking like, uh. Yeah. So it was a good one. I don't see why everybody hates Mark. Yeah, keep telling me. So many people tell me he doesn't last long. It seems I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't, it's not a hate <laughs> thing, though. How many episodes yeah. does he have left? I think it's more... Like, I just didn't remember a lot about yeah, him. Yeah, I just like, forgot. He's just kind of a forgettable character. But I do. he does have some good lines. I sure. think he's doing, like, watching the show again. Like, Mark ha- is his own character. I-, I like him in this role. He just leaves the show. Like, he's just at a certain point no longer on the show. And, the char- like, the storyline progresses and you forget that he exists. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, like think, I, I don't, think I don't they know. They may reference him, him, but yeah. I don't remember. We'll have so to watch means, and find out. That means either Anne's going to leave too, or she's just going to move on from Mark. Dun, dun, dun. Before we get too sad, what was your Anne cute moment of the episode? Anne cute your, moment. Your cute Anne. Cute Anne? 
And cu- Anne's cute moment. Yeah. When they were first got back, first got to Leslie's house, and she's trying to help Leslie sort things, and she's like, Leslie, do you need this birdhouse? And she holds up a birdhouse, and Leslie kind of gives like this look, like, eh. Maybe. And then she pulls out another one <laughs> holding two birdhouses. Well, what about this one? She's like, well, if two birds come along. Um, so, yeah. And, and then and saying to the camera, like, she wanted to call CPS on Leslie to protect her from herself. That was the cute Anne moment of the day. Very cute. Very cute. A couple other notes that I noted. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle is the name of Andy's uh, routine shoeshine customer who yeah. has had his briefcase thrown yeah, across Kyle. the hall. Kyle and loves it's getting just his berated, shoe shine. but yeah, it's a good shoeshine. He keeps coming. Stain on his butt. Yeah, he got a stain on his butt today because Andy was, was rubbing the beforehand. polish on the chair as a prank, I guess. Well, I think he told Leslie he was practicing, like he was trying to get better at shining, <laughs> and but he didn't think about the fact that it might uh, stain the chair and and then stain people's butts. I also like that as Tom notes, people in Pawnee are just now getting into Nirvana uh, (laughs) about 20 years after, after the fact. So he doesn't have the heart to tell him what happens to Kurt Cobain in 1994. Very sad. Yeah, it was a good line. He delivered it really well. The timing was great. Great. Frosted flakes. That's all I've got. Sean, did you have a favorite character? Frosted Flakes. Because they're great. She said He's, they were great. I said oh. they're, he was great. And then Joey said, great. And then moments later. I said, just heard, Frosted good Flakes. job, Tom. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Um, it's a good rap. Joey's just trying to throw as many references into this episode as he possibly can. <laughs> Limbo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those are Amigo sad libs. Yeah, well, I know, really? I know what Migos, Migos asked. So you know, you know. I'm really just surprised. They're, they're, they're really dropping right now. Uh, <laughs> LA, you know? Um, Gatorade Fierce. Okay, so who's your favorite? Also drinking that. Shout out. The cartoonist? Electrolytes. No. Who's my favorite? Who was my favorite? Ron was my favorite. Runs glee anytime there's a lot the of food. The food, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, like, he, he convinced like... April to, not April, he convinced Leslie, I think she was going to do like a three-course meal, and somehow I got bumped up to five <laughs> with negotiations with Ron. Just and, from noises. And I'm yeah. pretty sure her three courses were going to be like appetizer or like salad soup, yeah. main, and then dinner, or sorry, dessert. Uh, and then she says three, and he's like, mm, and she says four. And then he says something like, excluding dessert. And she says, now? <laughs> and he's like, okay, so five. <laughs> and he leaves. He just <laughs> like, he gets what he wants. And Ron I, was hilarious. Yeah. And then whenever it's time for dinner, he like smiles really big and kind of jogs to the kitchen. Kind of like pushes people out of the way, but he's not ready. actually. Yeah. Very precious. It was good. This was a good Ron episode. It was. And as we wrap up this episode sean you're going to try and predict what next episode is about what's the title the title is sweetums sweetums all one word s-w-e-e-t-u-m-s isn't that like 
We've talked about this. Have we? Is, uh, it, uh, uh, is it a uh, candy? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I mean, yes and no. You can tell no. him when yeah. it was previously in the episodes. I don't remember the last reference. I believe... Was it not the Fred Armisen episode? Oh, yeah. Fred Armisen, when they give Sweetums, uh, like, nipples or something, right? Like, candy nipples? No, so, those were real nipples in a bottle of, like, corn syrup. Sweetums corn syrup. They so, were, like, baby bottle nipples in a bag and then the second thing was like a jug of sweetums corn syrup or so sweetums makes corn syrup well they make candy sweet yeah. ums sweetums they make sweetums <laughs> obviously yeah. candy sweet ums all right ready set go sweetums it's gonna be about this sweetums company that's based in Pawnee they're probably gonna take a tour um, probably gonna be some violation that Leslie am I already out of time no no, no keep going <laughs> hurry um and Leslie's going to... I don't know how it's going to rake... I don't know. Now you're out of time. <laughs> False start really got shot. Oh. False start. I just wanted to offense. change my tone so it was different for today. Five-year penalty. Second down and nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to Sweetums. It's always fun when uh, a second appearance or even a third or... Further appearances. Return appearances. Come on back. Appearances. Appearances. We've gotten Pawnee today recently. Now we're going to get Sweetums. Can't wait until Mural. then. Sweetums. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Don't sign us off. Just, can I give a shout out? Yes. Yes. I want to give a shout out to my friend Chris, who's a loyal listener to the podcast. Woo-hoo, um, Chris. Um, Chris is a fantasy football commissioner whose league I'm in, and I'm currently... After tonight, he knows what night we're recording after I say this. We're two and ten. Sean's team is two and ten. Um Sean doubling his win total <laughs> in one week. Um he, he likes to give weekly fantasy football updates to our group. And since my team is so bad, he just gives <laughs> an update on my podcast. So I really appreciate it. And we are not playing the Oregon Trail card game. Because according to Kim, it is terrible. Confirmed. Well, confirm confirmed that that, that we're, we're not, not playing. playing. Yeah, <laughs> we can all confirm that we are not currently playing that game. Excellent work. Well, until next time, Parks and Rec. Sweetums. <laughs> Sweetums.